Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Recency Bias. My name is Frankie Fremonti, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Tony Boza. Hello. Joe Diegas. What's up, everybody? And Steven Signori. Howdy. I went in order of the original meeting, not the new meeting. Um, we're back. Even though we've been here every fucking week, but fuck my fucking piece of shit computer, fuck Spotify, fuck the internet. They could all suck my dick and balls. Steven left. Of course he did. <gasps> um, it's trade deadline Monday, guys. Wait, before we start, I've been oh, yeah. wearing this hat all day. R.I.P. Beer Nog. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're missing the Beer Noggin last night. We are. <laughs> R.I.P. In peace. The goat. <laughs> um, I never got invited there. You definitely got invited to Beer Noggin. Nope. You never came to Beer Noggin. No, no, no. He would have never found Beer Noggin. Let's, let's put it that way. That's very true. R.I.P. to the best. Uh, anyways... Let's not start with trade deadline stuff. That's what we're really here for. Tony Vosa, tell us about football. Well, I, I mean, I'd just like to ask Steve. Oh, here uh, we fucking go, man. How, here we go. How, all these clips coming out. Yeah, all right, seriously. You, it's got to annoy you a little bit. All these clips of him coming out, being a good mentor to Zach Wilson, like melding with Garrett Wilson so seamlessly, like – Defending his coach, telling uh, telling Sean Payton to keep his coach's name out of his mouth, like yeah, nice it's gotta frustrate I... you a little bit. Taking <laughs> taking a pay cut yeah, and the ice from sauce. It does it. I don't know, man. Like I've said it so many times. Like I was ready for him to go. Like love ever starts. Like I, I don't. I don't know what you guys want me to say. But, the only thing I will say is all the like all Garrett Wilson like. Like, um, like him gelling with the team and teaching Zach Wilson. Like he did the same shit with the Packers. It's just that the writing was always on the wall when we drafted Jordan Love, and so everything after that point, it's always like he could be doing that stuff at camp, but it's not about that because everybody knew that he was going to leave the Packers at some point. Like there was like two seasons there where we were thirteen and three and going to the playoffs, and everybody was like riding us. And then last year, we just absolutely fucking shit the bet and now it's everyone like seeing Aaron Rodgers now and being like wow look he's got a great like like he's got a great attitude with the Jets like but I'd say with the Packers he did, he did the same type of stuff it's just when you look at the optics he's doing that stuff knowing that they're gonna move on from him before Jordan Love is done with his contract and with the Jets it's pretty finite he signed for two years he did take the pay cut which that's the one thing that I'm like wow like I was saying I feel like that's that's I kind of wish that he would have done that with the Packers, but also when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, he's like, fuck you guys. Why am I going to take a pay cut with your team? So, I mean, it, it's – look, if Jordan Love ends up becoming a good quarterback, I'm not going to say that he's going to be Aaron Rodgers in his career, but if he ends up becoming serviceable and we play well, like – look, man, I'm still going to root for Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. Um, but I'm happy that, like, Steven we get to see what Jordan Love is. And Jordan Love already signed the extra year before the season, so at least we get to see what he looks like now. We don't have to pay him after Mm -hmm. this year because he could put us in a really bad spot if he plays really well this year, and we have to pay him starter money, even though he's only had one year. 
Um, we get to see him for longer than that, and then we get to make a decision. And if not, then we go get another quarterback. But like, be brief. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, Boza. I really am because you guys finally have a quarterback, and we get to move Appreciate on. That, it's it's been pretty apparent for a very long time that the Packers wanted to move on from Aaron Rodgers. So I think, the, I think the, both teams win. Twin, twins, Jets fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Steve, I, I don't know. Is this is this Packer green or is this Jet green? What would you say? Um, no, hey man, I I've told you guys this plenty of times. The team that I hate the most in the world, forever and ever, is the Giants. And so I've always had a soft spot for the Jets. Now Aaron Rodgers plays for them, so I am fully Team Jets in the in the New York battle. <laughs> you have a soft spot because nothing to be hard about with your teams. That's the other thing too. What are you talking about, man? I think what's oh, going to be so what, what's going to be so hysterical is that the Packers are going to end this season not knowing what to do. Whether it's that they're not going to have a draft pick high enough to get a quarterback, but they're not going to be able to get any veteran quarterbacks off free agency, so they're going to be stuck with Jordan Love if it's just a mediocre year. No, I I think we'll go out and get somebody if he doesn't play well. I think the good thing about next year is. Barring Aaron Rodgers having some type of injury, we're going to get a first-round pick. And if they play well, then fine. We get it in the 20s. But then let's say we don't play that well, and they play well, but they get knocked out, whatever. We have a pick in the 10s and a pick in the 20s. And you could package that up with something else and go up and get somebody if you want. We could be aggressive, but we could also stay back because it's about building the roster. Like, there's these teams where it's like they're a quarterback away. And I'm not saying the Packers are a quarterback away, but, like, we got a pretty good defense. Um a very young offense, which scares the shit out of me, even though Aaron Jones is being like criminally underrated this year. Um, and we got, yeah, young wide receivers, young tight ends. Um, but the offensive line's pretty much the same. The entire left side, they thank God they stopped doing that. Elton Jenkins, let's play him at the tackle position. And they're just going to stick him at left guard where we know he's an all pro. So that should be fine. Um, but I think overall, going back to the draft stuff, like I, th- I think we're in a good spot because we'll have the flexibility of likely having two first round picks next year. Then with what we do with that, we do with that. Whatever, whatever that is. If we want to go get a quarterback, we can do that. If we want to stick to our picks and and draft for need, fine too. But look, not, no Packer fan is expecting us to go and make a run for the Super Bowl. We'll be, I'll be happy if they make the playoffs this year. Shit. Um, I'm just hoping that like Jordan Love shows some positive signs and that our defense gets back to what it is. Oh, what it was. All right. Thanks, Steve. Frank, are you getting ready for last place this season? Uh the Miami Dolphins still exist, don't worry. <laughs> uh speaking we'll of Miami okay. Dolphins, they've already lost Jalen Ramsey till December, I believe. Um I would say okay, just I, it's in time for him to come back and beat us in like a December seventh game that locks up that we get last place. Perfect. I I would hate to see it. I would say I hate to see it, but Dolphins fans were celebrating uh, a Garrett Wilson low ankle strain, and then literally thirty minutes later, Karma bit them right in the ass. Um, so that's unfortunate. Other training camp injuries. Joe, your team got hit pretty hard today. I'm talking, of course, about the Denver Broncos. Tim Tim Patrick (laughs) out for the season again in training camp. 
got to feel bad for him at this point. Um, KJ Hamler apparently has like a heart issue. Uh, I heard about so that. I don't know what's going on with him. So they're down two wide receivers already. Uh, Jerry Judy, for- baby. Can I just say something? Hmm. I'm this particularly has to do with Stevie because it's his mom that's always the one that shits on me for it. Back when the Giants beat the Patriots in two Super Bowls, I said, as a New England Patriots fan who grew up in a household of Giant fans, that if anybody's going to beat us, I'm kind of glad it's the Giants because everybody at home is happy. This was construed as Frankie supports two teams. (laughs) All I know is... I'm the only person on this entire fucking podcast that only supports the one shitty team that I hang support. Hey, guy, hey, guy. Who else? Fuck do you, I support? No, no. Yeah, wait. Who else? Kyler Murray, support? you fucking Arizona dick I rider. I support Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's it. No, you Just were Tyler you Murray. were up Arizona's ass. <laughs> Whoa! Right, but I wasn't rooting for them. You two years ago, like I thought they were going to be good. You looked like you were in the fucking mascot costume. That's how far up the Cardinals' ass you were. Well, it was also him. That's the guy who had season tickets to the Jets. To see the Patriots. <laughs> no, come on, Frankie. Frankie, no. You can't get out of that. You bought a fucking Jets jersey to wear. You could have just gone to the games in a hoodie. I bought, I you could have just gone to the I games a, in a hoodie. You didn't have to on, buy a Jets jersey. I bought a fake Jets jersey. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we get fake jerseys all the time. I'm with Steve on that. Right? Um, can you imagine, like, can but, you imagine Joe buying season tickets for the fucking Giants, Cowboys. or sorry, for the Cowboys, and buying a Cowboys jersey and wearing it to every game? But the game where they play the Giants, he goes there in a Giants jersey. Can you imagine that? It's called a heel turn, Stephen. <laughs> Have you learned nothing? No, else? it's fucking <laughs> crazy, Frankie. Goddamn, you've learned nothing from us. Also, it's because the Jets don't bother me. Now they do because they're allowed to. At the time. I can't wait for Frankie to send us a video of like him, like out of nowhere during the season, just burning his Sam Darnold jersey on the floor. No, no, I have it hanging up somewhere. Yeah, I'm saying you're going to burn it at some point because you're going to get so mad at them. No, why would I? What does that have to do with Sam Darnold? I'm going to buy a fake Aaron Rodgers jersey and burn that. (laughs) uh, (laughs) He's got one coming. Same day as the Jalen Ramsey injury, uh, Joe Burrow had a non-contact um, limp off. Steve, as the dynasty owner of Joe Burrow, have you done your research? Uh, what are they saying about your boy, Joey B? Are you concerned? Well, let's be honest. My uh, first year of our dynasty league is down the toilet anyway because my team is got to be the youngest team in the league. Like I, Everybody I drafted is like under 23. Uh, in my starting lineup. Um, but, Joey Burrow's probably no. the oldest. In like five years. Roshan Johnson, running back one. I'm going to come for you guys. Oh, uh, yes. In five I mean, years when he's out of the league for three years. <laughs> no, yeah, Zach, right. Zach Taylor said it was a calf strain, but Zach Taylor also is notorious for getting injuries wrong in the past. Um. He's definitely out for the rest of the training camp preseason. Conservatively, when do you guys think he actually plays for them? After week one, so I could beat Steve in week one. 
<laughs> I think I'm I'm gonna say like I'll say we you know what? I'll say week one. I think they'll I think they'll get him back for week one. I know it's crazy. I really do just think it's a calf strain. I feel like I feel like if it was anything more, they would have said something by now because it's been a few days and they would have had the mm-hmm. time to like test him out. Um, and I think he'll tough through it. I think he'll he'll play the first game. He obviously isn't going to be mobile. He'll look like Aaron Rodgers did in that uh, that botch of a Seattle Seahawks playoff game that we lost back in like 2015 or 16, where he's like literally just sitting in the pocket and not moving at all. But I think he comes. Do we know who they're? Ah, oh, fuck! You're now, but I just hit home run. God damn it! Do we know who they're playing week one? Um, who are they playing week one? I think he'll be back preseason week three. I think they're testing out a lot of the fans who offer their calves and see who has the strongest potential to fix that muscle. Do a little transplant, Joe. Uh, the Browns. They play the Browns mm. in Cleveland. Okay. I don't know. It's an I think they're going to try and get him back. I think week two, week three is more likely um, just because they're not going to want to push it too hard, I feel like. But we'll see. That's not great for the Bengals. Um good for the good for the Ravens and good for the Browns. Hey those uh, a side Steelers. note. Uh yep. you still you still on the yes channel? No. Um I why uh, to turn it back on. Oh, <laughs> go to channel seven. Yeah, you're you're far enough behind you'll be able to read the whole yeah. thing. You'll appreciate us. Oh, told my you. God. <laughs> what happened? They literally have timestamps of everything tracking with her mom today. It's, oh. it's just so stupid. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get to the baseball. It's, it's just the dumbest team there is. Go to Channel 222. I was going to say, we got to get um, to baseball soon because we're going to be on baseball for like at least 45 minutes with the amount of bullshit that... Yeah, yeah no, I'm glad Tony's not on because we could just cover one bullshit team and we don't have to cover two of them. Um... I think that's it for NFL. Um, oh, the last thing, Dalvin Cook still has not signed yet. Um, it seems like it's pretty much down to the Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots. Although Seattle just lost both their running backs, so maybe he changes that. But I think I think it's going to be Jets or the Dolphins. Um, I don't know why he's taking so long, honestly, to pick. I know he's trying to get as most, much money as possible, but it seems like at this point, like, he's got to know what the offers are. You would think he wants to get into training camp to start gelling with the team. But uh, I'm okay. I know Jet fans are kind of split. I'm okay with him coming up just so they could ease Brees back in and Brees kind of take off in the second half of the season. Um, people that think he's coming and replacing Brees is, you guys are idiots. You guys are stupid Jet fans. Um, the Dolphins really could use him because they have no running back. It's like Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and Devin Akane or Achu, whatever, whoever he Isn't is. Tight. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it for football. Uh, we have a football game on Thursday, and we're six Sundays away from the start of the season. Whee! Wait, did you bring up Jonathan Taylor? Oh, no, we did not talk about Taylor. We didn't talk about anything uh, with running backs. Well, we talked about the Saquon thing, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor basically wanted more money. But then he wanted a trade. And then he came into training camp at, saying he had back pain when the Colts weren't going to pay him. And now the Colts are being really big scumbags and are going to put him on the non-football injury list and not pay him. Hey, uh, hey, remember all those times? I know this is your man. Remember, hey, guys, remember all those times I told you Jim Irsay was a piece of shit and a scumbag? Yeah, Jim Irsay is a piece of shit and a scumbag. He could go fuck his mother. He's a fucking douchebag. I can't tell you how many tweets I read uh, yesterday that was like, one of those, like, Jonathan Taylor, hey, can I have some more money? Jim Irsay, uh, no one cares if you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I wanted to bring it up or make sure, make sure that we bring it up because the whole Jonathan Taylor mess happening, um, they had Zach Moss and Deion Jackson in practice, and then Zach Moss broke his arm. Yep. <laughs> Oh, he's out for four to six weeks. That's awful. Yep. So they only have Deion Jackson now. So I don't I don't know if anybody I may have just given it away, but if no one has him in, in fantasy, I should probably go pick him up because I don't really have a running back too. Uh it's gonna be Evan one. Hall. <laughs> or anything. Oh geez. Yeah, yeah anyway. uh, I don't Frank, know what right. the Colts are doing. I mean they paid they could have went after like Andrew Luck back when he retired, and they were like, "No, no, no, Andrew, you take the twenty-five million dollars. Like, don't Gosh. worry about it. We're Gosh. retire." What the makes Colts, it? The Colts are a piece of shit franchise. They had Peyton Manning. When Peyton got hurt, they just said, "Guess what? We're tanking. Fuck you, Peyton. You can leave. We're gonna draft the next guy because we have no loyalty." Drafted Andrew Luck, which granted, you know, Andrew Luck. Could have been an all-time great quarterback. He had the, the potential to be there. It turned out the way it did because fuck the Colts and they're pieces of garbage, and I hate them. But they scumbag Peyton. They fucking pretend like they didn't scumbag Luck, but I guarantee you there's skeletons in the closet, and that's part of the reason why Luck retired. And now they're scumbagging Jonathan Taylor. So the last three faces of their franchise, they have scumbagged. Fuck Jim Irsay. Yeah, that's fair. So the I only thing I—it's like, literally I don't the only know why thing I like player, about Pat McAfee is that he loves the Colts. I don't know why any player would want to go to the Colts after this. Yeah, no. Right. You're just you're just shooting yourself in the foot, kind of thing, as a team. But hey, better for the Jets, and I'm sure Martin's happy about it. Uh, but good point, Steve. Um, Frank, you want to lead the baseball segment? Uh, sure. So it's a trade deadline tomorrow, a.k.a. yesterday. A.k.a. maybe today, because I think I might just stay up and make sure this gets posted, because fuck the internet. Um, let's see. Let me pull up MLB trade deadline tracker. Yeah. I've got oh, right. some of the news. I've got some of the news stories or reports. I mean, yeah, if you want to start and we can work our way backwards. Uh, Mets are apparently talking to the Orioles, the Dodgers, and the Astros for Justin Berlander. Um, back to Houston? Fuck. I don't think he goes back to Houston. Um, 
I don't know why Houston would do that, honestly. They didn't push hard to get him at the beginning of the season, so I, I don't think he goes to Houston. If he, goes he prefers to Dodgers, it, I, I think. I know he, he prefers it, but the Dodgers are probably going to be able to offer the best prospects. Um, and, I mean, if, it got, if he goes to the Dodgers, I'm going to laugh at this point. Like, I feel like the, if you look, if you just looked at all the moves the Dodgers have made in the last eight years, you'd probably think they have like six World Series rings at this point. The only one they have is that Mickey Mouse World Series during COVID. That's it. Mm-hmm. But it's I, crazy for all the guys that they've had in a Dodger uniform and haven't, yeah. like you said, haven't done much for it. Yeah. So that's that's probably he's probably the biggest name left. I'm taking Soto out because I don't think they act, the Padres actually trade Soto. Otani's yeah, off the market. Otani's uh, definitely out. So, Otani's Berlin off the market. Probably, Bellinger's off the market. Yeah. I think the big names left are Verlander, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Michael Lorenzen from the Tigers. I don't think the Pirates trade Bednar. Is that Tim Anderson? Uh, is he still on the block? I think he, he is. is I think the entire White Sox organization. The entire, yeah, I think. No, no. The White Sox put Dylan Cease out there. They said it would take a very big deal to get Ooh. him away, but they're willing to listen. Ooh. Um, so the White Sox whole roster is up for grabs. Josh um, Donaldson and uh, Ronnie Marinaccio. The Yankees basically said they're willing to trade Bader. Peralta, IKF, and who's the four? Uh, I'm missing someone. Holmes? No. Oh, no, no, Sev- no, no. It's someone on a walk. Severino. Bader, Sevi. And Sevi. Yeah. When they should be trying to trade Holmes and Labor. Um, is that an atrocious baseball team led by an atrocious manager or led by an atrocious general manager? So those are the only, I guess, big guys left. I'm sure I- there's other secret names out there that might hit the. Because I didn't even think Paul Sewald was out, was available. Um, I wouldn't, he just got traded to Arizona. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pirates flip Keller if they can get something for him too. Because is the Pirates two years of control though? Yeah, I don't. They might not trade him. Because I think they're not get a big enough hole in return. I think it depends on return. True. All right, let's uh, let's yeah, work backwards ahead. with the deals. Here's one that made no sense to me because, like, aren't the Giants not doing well? Uh, the Mariners finalized deal to send AJ Pollock to the Giants. Uh, it's AJ Pollock and Mark Mathias to, and then Seattle is getting. It doesn't say here. Of course not. That's a oh, whole yeah. um, I, I didn't even think. I didn't even know AJ Pollock was still in the league. I yeah. Thought he was like dead. Also, what are the Giants trading for guys for? Frankly, the uh, Giants are two just... games out of the NL West. Are they? Yeah, they're. 58 and 48, and the Dodgers are 59 and 45. They're two games out. I think the Giants are still trying to piece some sort of outfield ever since mm. the the offseason. Spurring them. Well, and yeah, and they also, Yastrzemski just went on the IL, so I guess that's maybe just. Yeah, a, they're just looking for depth pieces, yeah, probably. So, uh, Jamer Candelario, who was linked to the Yankees, switch hitting third baseman, goes to the Cubs in an unexpected move. Because why would the Yankees go after a lefty bat? Frank, did you see that tweet about 
the left-handed plate appearances by Yankees since since 1998. Yeah, that they were like it's gone from first, first almost every year to 27th now. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. Because you know, in a uh, stadium where our left field porch is 314 feet, let's just get all righty. Literally built for left-handed power swing, but you know, let's let's not utilize that. I don't, um, wait, hold on. Can I? Can, I gotta ask you guys a serious question. Why do you want to be buyers? We're in last place no. in the division. We're well, because our last, last place in the place division is also two, two games out of a wild no. Well, well no, we're, we're four games out now. Now, four yeah, games now out. because they they punted the last two games. Plus, let's say we let's say we trade for a batter. Our pitching is fucking awful, and so is the bullpen. No, it's not. No, the bullpen is the top in the American League. It's still and, the top in the American League, even though nobody's seen the, you, have the, you have the Cy Young right now. You have Carlos Rodon, who is annoying as he is, is still ace level pitcher. Rodon needs to, Rodon needs to, get to have a start his next start. Yeah. Cortez, is on his, Cortez is on his way back. Domingo Herman is, is fine. Sevy's trash. I'd rather Clark Schmidt. And Clark Schmidt, I think, has the third most starts under three earned runs this season by a pitcher. So pitching is fine. I don't need a pitcher. We needed a third baseman, a left fielder, and a catcher to plug the holes. Mm-hmm. I know we're always going to be competitive and we're always going to have to push for it, but I think it's also Steve, what's the alternative the now I got now I got to watch this trash all the rest of the season no I know but I'd rather not put try and put pieces around trash to then maybe have a shot at the World Series well, when there's clearly yeah, better teams out there I don't but Here, so here's the other and they, and they don't even want they don't want to like but I like, get it but Candelario and Bellinger if they wouldn't have taken like big pieces to get because they all would have been rental guys like they would have, like, probably maybe like a twentieth prospect from the for Candelario is probably what the Cubs traded. Here, here's the other thing, by the way. Uh, I'd rather buy as a fifth place, four games out, try to make a push to get a wild card spot, than not sell and right. watch this miserable, or sell and not and get a bunch of prospects that we're never going to do anything with because it's going to be the service time bullshit where it's like, okay, they brought up Volpe, but they refused to play Peraza. Like, at least call up guys. Austin Wells is 25 years old. He's going to be 72. He's going to have no knees before he gets to the major league roster. Like, at least call guys up. Like, I'd rather – what's the point of having prospects if you're never going to utilize them? Well, yeah, I guess that's that's the other part of it too. Like, who are the last – who's the last prospect that came up? Judge is the last prospect that hit. Before that, it was Gary. Before that, Glaber's not one of like Glaber's a guy that we traded for. He's the who's the last guy that we traded for that came up? Glaber. Yeah, yeah. Like, Clint so you have was Colby, a bust, and Clint Clint was a bust. Yeah. Clark Schmidt, you they could refused, argue they refused, this year they refused to call up. Um, oh, why am I blanking? The outfielder. Esteban Florial. Esteban Florial. They were and, and Pereira. Call him Everson Pereira, Pereira too. Why? Because he's out of options. Because the last five times you called him up, you fucking he played two games. He has like sixty at bats. The literally, I think three of the times they called him up, 
They were like, oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get some starts, and then he was a pinch runner for like two games, and they sent him back down, I'm, wasting options. I'm not a, Steve. I'm not arguing one way or another to like buy crap pieces or sell. It's just doing what they're doing now is the worst thing possible. Yeah. Doing absolutely nothing is horrendous. Yeah. Because at least if they, this team isn't good enough to win right now, yeah. So either you plug a few better players in and hope it sparks the team. Or you sell what shit pieces you have to try and get prospects that, A, you either then trade for other guys in the offseason, or, B, you actually decide to call them up and hope that they hit. Yeah, you at least bolster the farm system to give us the false hope that you've been giving right. us. Yeah, I no, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I was saying, why do you guys want to be buyers? Not saying the other option is don't do anything. Another option would be be sellers, which is what I wish we would do. But also, to your point, the prospects that we get, we do nothing with them, and right. we are criminal in the way that, like that, we utilize them. Like hell, like even whatever Clint Frazier was, like we got a really good piece, and we absolutely fucking destroyed him. It's uh, also we did not. To, tra- it's, it's one thing to not use them. We also haven't been successful with many of our prospects coming out too. Like I yeah, look at yeah. other organizations where I don't get how they just groom these prospects and then they just become MLB ready players. Like it's also a question of what the hell are we doing in our farm system too? We we don't know how to we don't know how to develop these prospects, but then we refuse to trade a Miguel Andahar and a Clint Frazier for a Garrett Cole back when he was with the Fire. Like so. Yep. Cashman doesn't want to play them, but he doesn't want to trade them. He's like in this no man's land of he's afraid to be wrong because when he is wrong, he sticks he sticks by his decision for the next six years, aka Doc Donaldson and IKF and Ben. Yeah. And Severino and Hicks. Like when he's wrong, he refuses to admit he's wrong. The, the Yankees are broken. I texted it to you guys too. They're they're broken. That's it's as simple as that. And until changes are made, it's it's not going to really change much. The problem is, is that the changes no. are going to be scapegoat changes, like the fucking hitting no, coach it, getting fired and hiring Sean Casey. Like, yeah, I like well, Sean Casey. I think the coach is a bad team coach, that? but he's not the guy that's the problem. Well, hang on, on the Michael K show, um, Buster only already said you will not see significant changes if the Yankees miss the playoffs. Hal doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I thought I thought we had turned a corner with Hal last year when he got on the phone with Judge and basically made, told Cashman, "I don't care what it takes, make it happen." I thought we had turned a corner with Hal. Clearly, we have not. Yeah, he got the the, the money signs in the eyes because he said, "Oh, all the Judge jersey sales are going to keep rolling in." He's going to have the third highest selling jersey because it's the the biggest name on the Yankees. I'm going to keep having a top send the top five jersey sale every year because I have a judge and I'm not gonna have to worry about anything. So fuck it. Who gives a shit what else goes on? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's unfortunate. Um, All right. Yeah. All right, Frank. Let's go back to trades. Going. Uh we're working backwards. So the Mets traded uh Mark Canna to the Brewers. Uh the Cubs went got Jamer Condelario. The Diamondbacks acquired Paul Seawald from the Mariners. That- that makes no sense from the a, Mariners. Yeah. But I don't get how I the Mariners they have, are selling, I under, too. I understand they have Munoz, but, like, they were, they're built to win in the next three years. Yeah. 
I don't understand it. I love it great for, move the, for the Di- I love it for great the move for the Diamondbacks because they I think that was their weakest spot. They were mm-hmm. doing a closer by committee. It was Miguel Castro and Andrew Chafin who both like Great. Now they I can think, fly to the eighth and eighth seventh and I eighth think, and eighth. I think the two of them flip flopping in your seventh and eighth, like taking the pressure off of them is gonna yeah. be big and I think both of them are gonna perform better and Seawald definitely shortens the game for the Diamondbacks who are a very fun and very good fun team. team. No, I mean, they already have strong starting pitching, so that's just helpful for them on the relief side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that for them. Uh, Cleveland open to getting rid of Josh Bell. Yankees seeking upgrade in outfield. Go fuck your mother. Uh-huh. Uh, Andrew Savale going to the Rays. Go fuck yourself. Okay. I understand he had an amazing July, but the Rays gave up. This is not a Rays move. They gave no. up the 37th best prospect in the majors for Aaron Savale. I was I was reading up on this because I thought the same thing, but then we always think, like, they're the Patriots. They're a step ahead. Supposedly, like, obviously we all know Manzardo. He's good, but supposedly he's been on the shelf, um, and he hasn't been taking to AAA pitching as well as he did AA. And maybe yeah, they feel like does it their sure. losses while they can just – put one prospect in a deal and go get a guy for their rotation when they're playing extremely well now. Unless they're also I mean, the, from a the position are, standpoint. The Rays are thinking like a like a like a rock right now. I think they're if the Yankees weren't so bad, the Rays would be the story. They're like seven and sixteen in July. They, I think like they it, have a worse record than the Yankees. They do. They do. Well here's here's the thing also is now they're going to fucking sweep the Yankees and get back on track, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be mm-hmm. a fucking slugfest between them and the O's for the rest of the way, which that'll be fun as a baseball fan, but as a Yankee fan, go fuck yourself. But it makes sense for the Rays, though. When it comes to their roster, pitching is where they need right now. They they get guys coming from their farm system, too, for position players, so they're probably also looking at it that, look, where, where he is coming as a first baseman, there's probably no room for him in the upcoming year, so why don't you flip him for a rental right now? Or is he under control for another year, Savale? Savale, probably. So, uh, I mean, they, they wouldn't trade for a rental. I mean, I, I can also see him settling for settling for a rental in Savale with that with that trade, too, if you're giving up that high of a prospect. Or. So it doesn't say on, the, on this breakdown, unfortunately. I feel like Savali had like one or two more years. I am. I mean, I think. Well, I mean, Cleveland is very similar to fucking Braves on getting these like friendly deals with players. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's like controlled for like twenty twenty five. Aaron Savali contract. I hate these stupid Braves. Yeah, dude, he's got. He just had arbitration. He's got another two years under control after this year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's so, his move. Now it makes sense. Uh, what else? Listening to offers on Dylan Cease, Verlander, Verlander. Uh, Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays. Hate that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, St. Louis had him with Romano going down. 
Uh, no, I get it. I'm decision. saying I hate it because yeah, I'm no, Jordan Hicks. Right. It's also very funny. I think they were like the uh, Blue Jays 102 mile an hour pitches, like I think ever zero. Yeah. Jordan Hicks, like this month, seven thousand. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I hate that because I like Jordan Hicks and fuck the Blue Jays. Uh, the Rangers traded for Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton from the Cardinals. And Max Scherzer. Well, I was getting there. I was building to it. And Max Scherzer from the Mets. Um, what a build-up. They sent over uh, two top 15 prospects for the Cardinals pitchers and the, another pitcher. Um, the Angels added C.J. Crone and Randall Grichuk uh, in a move that I kind of like. One, that's two guys that they drafted. So it's guys that clearly the organization likes. Um, I think C.J. Crone coming in with Joe Urshela being hurt, like that's a good guy that can now fill in and play first base every day. Grichuk, I know, was connected to the Yankees. I don't think Grichuk would have been a good fit because uh, he can't hit right-handed pitching. As a lefty, so it wouldn't have been a good fit for the Yankees looking for a lefty bat that hits righties. But I do think it's a good move uh, to help fill out that outfield depth while Trout and Joe Adele and who the fucking nine other guys on that team are all hurt. Oh, it was perfect timing with Ward going on the IL too. So I mean, oh, this, yeah. this is like another. This is another reason where you look at what other teams are doing is that they're being proactive or even in some cases reactive like all right we have a guy who's now going on the il who's going to probably miss most of the rest of the regular season let's get a rental like let's do something to at least fill in the spot yes um like we said before scherzer uh the other piece of that was the mets did get luis angel acuna uh ronald acuna jr's little brother um which i I think it was real. I don't know if it was real, but it, whether it was or not, it was very funny. It was like, oh, yeah, Luis Angel's always been my little brother, but now that he's on the Mets, he's my son. Very funny quote. Don't know if it was actually Ronald. I hope it was. Um, I mean, that's what I would say if my brother got traded to, like, yes. the worst team. But hilarious. Um, and I do like that for the Mets because that kid will play second base for a million years as soon as he gets called up. And if he's half as good as his brother, they've got a legit player. So at least you're getting somebody back. Um, the Braves got Nicky Lopez from the Royals. Uh, Kendall Graveman. Back to the Astros. the Astros. Lance Lennon, Joe Kelly to the Dodgers. Uh, David Robertson to the Marlins in a surprising mm-hmm. move. Yeah, that was weird. I did. I do like it for the Marlins, though. Yeah, I like it for the Marlins, but what's annoying is they refused to trade. Like, apparently the Yankees were in on that. You don't trade them to the Yankees, but you trade them to your rival? Yeah. To a team that will literally knock you out of the playoffs? Like, okay. Uh, Carlos Santana to the Pirates? No, not to the Brewers. Oh, to the Brewers from the Pirates. I'm sorry. Uh, Lucas Giolito to the Angels. Well, uh, fun, fun, fact, fun fact with that trade. So it was also Ronaldo Lopez, and they have both been in every single trade that's every happened. Every trade together. Yeah. Yes. So they've been in, they were in the Nationals to the White Sox. 
and then the White Sox now to the Angels. Very funny. Uh, and then we have, oh, the fun one that kind of kicked everything off. Uh, the Dodgers traded Noah Syndergaard for Ahmad Rosario for some reason. Well, Syndergaard got hurt off. tonight. Did he? After, what, yeah, he, he was so man. well, and then he took, a, he took a comebacker to the leg. But he just oh, came back man. from the I.L., though. Yep, literally and, today. Dang. Dude, I wanted him to do good because they already had he, – he's the Cinder Guardian. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I would have bought that T-shirt. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. So uh, – what do you, Where do you guys think – so, like, let's play a game of where do you think the guys go. Um, Verlander, where do you think he goes? Or you could say space. Joe? Verlander back to Houston. I say Dodgers. Right. I'll say the Eight. Orioles. Uh, I think it's going to be Houston as well. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think um, Houston. I think he likes it Rod- too much. Yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez. Beef? Uh, I don't know who he's talking to right now, but I would say... I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Twins. I'm gonna say the Orioles. Uh, I think either him or Michael Lorenzen, maybe both, end up in Baltimore. Fuck yeah. you. I was I was gonna say they're gonna package both of them in a trade to the Orioles, Lorenzen and Rodriguez. No, cranky. Um, as much as it hurts me to say it, because we just said Verlander's going there, Rodriguez to the. Astros kind of feels like a move that would happen. Lorenzen to the O's, I do like though. Um, do you think Dylan Cease gets moved? I say no. I don't think him or Luis Robert gets moved. No, I think uh, it, I think we would have seen it happen when everything was happening with Giolito and Lynn. If you would have asked me earlier, if the Brewers didn't make the the Marcana deal, I think they would have tried to get Jimenez from them, but now I don't know. They might be out. On, uh, on I can see Tim Anderson going to a weird team that like you wouldn't expect to trade for him. Um, maybe like a Tim Anderson. I'm trying to think who. Like, I don't think it would happen, but like Tim Anderson to the Blue Jays sounds like a move that would happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but like to a team where it kind of doesn't make sense, that's the yeah. kind of Tim Anderson move I could see happening. Since we're talking about right. I think lastly, because I can't really think of anyone else, uh, any Yankees, which Yankees get moved? Frank? I mean, hopefully Severino to the moon. Um, I could see a Wandy Peralta going to like, like San Diego, who's trying to buy for some reason. <laughs> Like I could see something like that. I could definitely see Wandy Peralta moving. Um, I think Severino has no value. Like I don't sure. think anybody's going to take the flyer on Severino and try to fucking rebuild him back up. Um, I don't really see Bader going anywhere. I don't really see anybody trading for IKF um, unless there's any like injuries that I'm forgetting about where they could use a platoon guy or not a platoon guy, a utility guy like that. There's not really a team I could see saying, Oh yeah, he's hitting well. 
and not being like, yeah, he'll turn into IKF from last year if we trade for him. Joe? Yeah, no, I I think they just do absolutely nothing. I think that's what's going to happen. Like, there is nothing they will do. I also think that the players they have really don't provide any value to any teams that are in the consideration. Like, that's, I think, the very hard part is that they need to buy because they have nothing to actually sell of offer. I think, as Frankie said, the only one is is Peralta because at least that's a lefty arm in the bullpen, and you can always you can always use another lefty arm. But a lefty arm that, that's proven he could close too. Yeah, like he, you can put him anywhere from like six to the seventh to the ninth. He can pitch two innings if you want to. Like I, that, that's the problem with the Yankees right now. Like they, their only option is to buy, and they're not going to even do that. Mm. Um. Yeah, I agree. I don't. Um, yeah. Where do you Where do you think Byron Buxton's going? I, <laughs> the IL. Uh, <laughs> That's correct. No, I, I think the Yankees stand pat. I don't think they. I don't think they do anything. I think. I think Wandy goes. And I'm gonna call. I think Glaber goes. It's just the Marlins are apparently pushing so fucking hard for him. Um. God, I would love it if we could steal a Yuri Perez from them or something. Uh, that would that would just be fantastic. Yeah, like because the other thing is also so Glaber's got the rest of this year and next year, right? Yeah, that's a guy where if he does good elsewhere and doesn't sign an extension. In a year and a half, you revisit, depending on what the situation is, like you bring back a guy like that because you know he fits in in the clubhouse, depending on who's still there, obviously. Like, and I'm if saying you could that, get like, a Yuri Perez, yeah, if you could get a Yuri, uh, uh, Yuri Perez or somebody for him, though, like, yeah, yeah, and you revisit in a couple of years. Yeah. It's the same thing like with Chapman. We traded fucking Aroldis Chapman and then signed him back. But like yeah, guys can even come back. That's the uh, that's the situation in baseball right now. We're all just miserable fuck. Tony couldn't even show his face right now because <laughs> the Mets are just despicably as bad as we have it as Yankee fans. The Mets are just despicable. Um. Also, I would just like to say, uh, Tony is not one of these people, but the Mets fans. That were like, good, get rid of Scherzer, go fuck yourself, blah, 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 blah. Mets fans should not ever talk shit about Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer in 2022 was one of the greatest single-season Mets pitchers of all time. <laughs> like, he legitimately had, like, a top 10 starting pitching season for the Mets last year. Like, top 10 you Mets. shit the bed in the playoffs, though. Uh, well, that's the issue. Is they'll remember that and the rest of yeah. this year. But also, the Mets aren't a 101-win team last year if Max Scherzer doesn't have the 23 starts that he has. Yeah. Like, legitimate top 10 Mets single-season starting pitching seasons of all time. God, As an 87-year-old. Just, but, just bring yeah, me yeah. football season. I can't believe I'm saying that as a Jet fan to bring me football season. It's not even August. It's almost August. 
it'll be August in an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not even August. I've got fucking, yep. I've got Halloween decorations in my store, and we're wishing for football. This is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you, baseball. <clears throat> Fuck you, baseball. Oh, oh, and they extended Manfred for four fucking seasons. Ah, well, that's not surprising, Frank. A fucking. They're making oh. a ton. They're making a ton of money. That's all I they can. Know. It's the same thing with Goodell. Goodell's a horrible commissioner, but as long as these guys are making billions of dollars, they're gonna just stick with the dude. I know, but still. Oh, God damn it! Four more years. A whole nother term of this guy. Oh, fuck me. I hate baseball right now. Alright, anything else? No. Um, I want to cover soccer for a second. Oh, God. Uh, hey, wait. Joe. Joe, we've won more trophies than Arsenal has in the last year. Oh, my yeah. God. You want, to, you want to jump on the same wagon as Tottenham? Yeah, so did Tottenham, and they won that fucking bullshit trophy that I don't even know what fucking country they won it in. You both won bullshit Fucking uh, we won in the states, all right. Yeah. Trophies, a trophy. All right. Well, either way, I want to cover soccer because I went to the Arsenal Barcelona game in LA last week, and I love seeing my team. And they scored five goals, and Xavi's a little bitch, but Barcelona fans like it was cool. Like they, like they were cool. It was rowdy. Um, didn't feel like a friendly. Because the players wanted to kick the shit out of each other within, like, the first five minutes of the game. Um, but it was a good match. I can't wait for the season to start. The season starts in a week. Community Shield's in a week. Yeah, it's fucking... It feels so weird that it's so early, but... Yeah, I I, I don't know. These Those guys get no rest. They go on, like, holiday for, like two weeks and then they're, they're right back with their clubs training for the next season. And then they go on their little summer tours or whatever. But uh, also shout out to Nikki Diegas for not going to the Newcastle game when they never come here at Red Bull arena and just not even realizing that they're playing um, <laughs> when they win the league in like five or six years or hell, they're already putting money in that shit. If they win the league in like the next like two to four years, I don't want to see Nikki Diegas celebrating Jack shit. Oh, he's pissed. He's pissed because one of his oh. guys now just went to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, gee. Shock. Yeah. I what's going that. over there. I think he'll be I okay see. when, like, they buy some crazy big player in, like, the next hey. year. Oh, he's going to be, like, buying jerseys and shit. Well, while we're talking about soccer real quick, because we didn't mention it, uh, Saudi Arabia did offer Mbappe, like, a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he going to make no. He was going to make in one week what so many players make in a lifetime. Literally, you gotta be, like you got to be so stupid not to take that contract. What was it? What was it? Three hundred and thirty-two million. It was going to be it fourteen was, it was million a week. It was seven hundred seventy-five million. He would have gotten, and PSG <laughs> would have got a three hundred thirty million dollar buyout fee. Oh, by the way, this was for one season. <laughs> PSG is like, please, you, take how, it, please take it. Please take it. Please take it. Yeah, no, PSG is. Definitely, there was it was mad funny. The agent was like, "Why the fuck would I go to Saudi Arabia?" And then he gets the number. It's like, Mbappe, I get ten percent. Take the fucking deal. <laughs> like you, you gotta man. just suck it up. 
suck it up for yeah, one man. year. Go play one season there, make all that money, and then you can go play at Real Madrid for like peanuts. Oh my! And just let God. them build like full Tom Brady, yeah. and just let them build Shout a team out. around you. Shout out to Giannis, who also <laughs> immediately was like, "I look like a Muppet. I'll come play for you guys." <laughs> I didn't a, see that. <laughs> there, there was that one. There was also a clip uh, on ESPN where. A father was trying to teach us something yeah. like basketball and everything. LeBron was on. <laughs> then they see the uh, the clip of uh, Mbappe getting the deal. So he goes into the living room. He fucking throws the hoop in the other room, gets the soccer goal, and he's trying to get him to like kick the ball. Yeah, this is <laughs> we gonna be rich. We gonna be rich. Bro, that I mean, that's just ridiculous. I get it. At a certain point, like you don't need that much money, like you. But just like throwing that in the bag and then being like. Nah, I'm okay. I'm good. Dude. Yeah, you just go play on sweetheart deals for whatever team you feel like going to play yeah. for. Joe, is uh, is are the women going to lose to Portugal tonight? Hope not. I sure hope not. After the, 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 that tie to Netherlands was uh was not ideal. So funny. They're so fucked. They're not going to win the group because Netherlands are going to destroy Vietnam. When they're yeah. good, they may not even get out. No, they just have to tie Portugal and they get out. I don't know. I didn't watch the second game, but I watched the first game. They look like shit. Yeah, well, the first game, they also were trying to figure out what the hell they were going to do. I mean, I think they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with Juliers, whether she's going to play the six or if she's going to play center back. She needs to play the game regardless. So, yeah, you expect them to win 6 7 nothing against Vietnam. Um mm-hmm. But they were just testing out different players, so. Mm-hmm. They don't have anybody at center back, though, right? Because they had Sauerbrunn, and then she got hurt. Right, yeah. He had to slot back there. Yeah, I think that her being out of the midfield and having to play center back kind of crushes us because I'm just looking at the lineup right now. Like, Lindsey Horan is great, but DeMello and Sullivan? Yeah. I, and I'm just going off one game, so, uh, like – Apologies if if anybody the half person that listens to our podcast like Sullivan and Demello were fucking awful. Like you could tell like how good the front three are and Horn were versus those Steve, two. Steve, Steve, can you hurry up because my leg is cramped? Your leg, leg is cramped. My leg is locked right now. Oh shit! All right. Well, um. For recency bias. <laughs> Later. Bye. Later. Later.